This is LBC with Matt Fry. Call 0345 6060 973. Tweet at LBC. Text 84850. We're talking about events in the United States where Donald Trump will be arraigned on Tuesday um, by the District Attorney of Manhattan. This is, as you know by now, on charges of having facilitated hush money for the former porn star and mistress that's the right word, Stormy Daniels. Let's go to Simon Marks, our Washington correspondent. Good morning, Simon. Morning, Matt. It's great to speak to you. It's been a while. So Trump is back in the headlines and he's managed to raise $4 million just in the last 24 hours. Yeah, absolutely. And also, uh, they've tried to slap down uh, other fundraising efforts that have been made by other Republican groups not directly affiliated uh, with Donald Trump. They want to raise as much money off this as possible. Uh, This is obviously a new chapter beginning in Donald Trump's story, but it's also a new chapter beginning uh, for America, because uh, in in two ways, precedents have been broken here. I mean, first of all, Donald Trump makes history uh, because he becomes the only sitting or former president ever to face criminal indictment. Mm. Uh, But secondly, he becomes the only sitting or former president to face criminal indictment while running for the presidency. And that, according to Trump supporters uh, and Republicans, leaders who have rallied around him in the uh, couple of days since we learned that this indictment was coming uh, is uh, fueling their fury. They believe that this is an absolutely politically motivated effort to remove from the chessboard the man who is currently the front runner by quite a a significant chalk uh, in the race to become the Republican Party's presidential nominee. He leads all the other declared Mm. candidates and the as-yet-undeclared but presumed candidates, including people like Governor Ron DeSantis and former Vice President Mike Pence. And that's one of the reasons why uh, DeSantis, Pence and the other candidates running uh, are treading very carefully because they can see the size of the following that Donald Trump has got among likely Republican voters and they know that if they are to stand any chance of securing that party's uh, presidential nomination, they've got to find a way of not alienating Mm. that core group of Trump supporters. It's going to be a very, very difficult needle to thread. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Because you would have thought that the rivals for the nomination in the Republican Party, people like Ron DeSantis, uh, would come out, and and Mike Pence, would come out and absolutely slam Donald Trump uh, for this indictment and say, well, this is a guy that we can't live with because, you know, he could end up behind bars and who has, who elects a president who's sitting in jail? But they're not doing that because they're afraid of Trump's following, which which raises the question, the Republican Party can't live with Trump, but certainly it can't live without him either. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And it's not just because they can't uh, alienate Trump's following. It's because the district attorney in Manhattan who is pursuing these charges, the first person out of the gate to bring criminal charges against Donald Trump, is bringing a case that many legal analysts believe is far from certain to secure a conviction. So one of the issues that these other Republicans have to contend with is the possibility that months from now, when the Republican Party's presidential nominating process may be in full swing, <clears throat> the case against Donald Trump either collapses, is dropped, or he's acquitted. Um, and then what happens? Mm. I mean, had the charges that were the first ones out of the gate been 
much more serious charges like the ones that are being mulled over in Georgia where prosecutors uh, are threatening to go over after Donald Trump over that phone call he made saying, I just want you to find me another 11,780 votes. I mean, those are going to be charges of election interference. There could be charges forthcoming from uh, the Department of Justice probes into his mishandling of classified documents or into the instigation of the deadly uprising on Capitol Mm. Hill on January the 6th, 2021. Those are far more serious charges in the pipeline than the ones that he's facing over this hush money payment to Stormy Daniels. But these are the charges that the district attorney in Manhattan has pushed through. I mean, really chosen to be the man who brings the first criminal charges uh, against Donald Trump. And they're pretty thin prosecutorial gruel. But does it matter, Simon? Why everyone's hesitating? I can see that. But does it matter that even if this particular case, you know, Trump survives it and he is declared innocent because this other stuff, which is far more serious, if that does come down the line, you know, that'll actually coincide with the beginning of the election campaign, won't it? Yeah, or or maybe even thereafter, by the time those legal processes have uh, resolved themselves. I mean, I think it does matter because when you hear the fulmination that is coming, not just from Donald Trump and his sons over the last few days, but... You know, the fury of prominent Republicans like Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, who appeared on Fox News on Thursday night, mm. almost in tears, absolutely incandescent. Over How do you explain that? Because we played that clip early in the program. How do you explain that? Well, I mean, he's uh, absolutely hewed himself to Donald Trump through thick and through thin. And, and I think one can only presume at this point that either Donald Trump's got something on him or he genuinely believes that Donald Trump has got more to give the party. I mean, Lindsey Graham, to be fair to him, has consistently argued that all the people who were writing Donald Trump off once he left the Oval Office were making a huge mistake. He said, you don't understand, this is the most central figure in Republican Party. Party politics today. And by that, he was referencing the ongoing grassroots support that Donald Trump is mm. still demonstrating. And, you know, I mean, I can remember uh, within weeks of Donald Trump uh, leaving office, even when he was beginning to uh, voice the ongoing claims that the election was rigged and it was stolen from him, you know, all sorts of people in this town saying, oh, don't worry, it's all going to flame out. He won't. He, he, he's finished. He's finished as a force in American mm. politics. Well, Think Far again. from it, and Lindsey Graham seemed to understand that. So this is, I mean, the, the question that most of our listeners on this side of the pond will be interested in is this. Surely a man like Trump, they will say, uh, especially after his last time in office, especially after the big lie of the election result, especially after these sort of court cases against him, surely he won't be able to run, let alone win the next election. To which the answer is? Well, the polls suggest that that's not necessarily the case. I mean, if you look at head-to-head matchups in polling that take place between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, and let's assume that Joe Biden is running Mm. for re-election, we still don't have complete certainty about that, Uh, it's either a toss-up Uh, or occasionally uh, Trump leads and beats Biden. So it's far from evident, given the fact that we're in the middle of uh, maybe even at the beginning of a recessionary economy in the United States, given that we have a country that this week proved itself once again absolutely powerless to do anything about gun violence in primary schools, proved itself powerless to do anything to protect an American journalist who was detained and arrested in, in Russia. I mean, the sense of malaise that may 
may exist by the time we get to that presidential election uh, in which perhaps Joe Biden might be facing the populist and constantly reinventing himself Donald Trump does not necessarily necessarily lead you to believe that Biden would waltz to power, especially if Donald Trump can persuade people that there is fundamental unfairness Mm. about the prosecutorial process that is taking place. I mean, for the first time, this district attorney in Manhattan may have given Donald Trump the opportunity almost legitimately to say this is a witch hunt because of the relatively flimsy nature of the charges that it looks like he's going to face. So whatever happens, final question to you, uh, um, Simon, whatever happens to Trump, even if he ends up in jail convicted of one crime or another, there is nothing to stop him from running for the presidency and even getting the big prize. Yes, absolutely. Nothing at all. Nothing in law, nothing in the Constitution that says that you, you, you can't do it any more than uh, there's anything that is going to prevent him from uh, engaging in a media circus next Tuesday when he surrenders to the authorities uh, at that New York City courthouse. He will, of course, have come to an arrangement for his own Secret Service protection team to mm. be there as he shows up in that court. There is nothing uh, to stop him except for a change of heart on the part of those people who support him. Fascinating stuff. Uh, Watch that space. Simon Marks in Washington for LBC. Of course, thank you as ever.